TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Hey, it's your boy Cilio, and guess what? Monday through Friday, 5 to 9, you can join us. But if you miss us, here's the best of the Dan Cilio Show. Hammer, you are the expert, my friend. Any Bob Craft-related questions, we go immediately to our expert. That is my boy Hammer. Good morning to you, San Diego. Good morning to you, Jeff, Jim. Everyone out there, we are packed once again. And yes, Padres. Oh my God, I'm so excited for Padre baseball. Hearing it on the station here. We got LeBron. Hey, that guy is the king of content right now. Holy cow. (laughs) And of course, the greatness of the story of Bob Kraft. When I grow up in life, Hammer, I want to be Bob Kraft. Where nothing matters to you. You're 77 years of age and nothing matters. You don't care about anything. You own six NFL championships and you're going after number seven. But wait, but wait, Sills, he's been arrested. Yeah. It, 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 it rolled right off his shoulders because he was at Oscar parties on Sunday. This guy's the ultimate Mac. Anyway. Oh, my God. Hey, Jeff. This LeBron James story. Now, let's do this. Can you do me one gigantic favor? Can you please look at the record of where the Lakers are right now and what their record... How many games are left? Like 23 games are left in the regular season? 22. Jim just said 22 games are left. What is their record? Today they are 29-31. and Let Let me get a piece of paper here. 29 and 31. What was their record a year ago? Would they win 35 ball games a year ago? 35 and 47. 35 and 47. Okay. Do you think this basketball team has a better record than a year ago? Let's take a look at that schedule. The remaining way out for these remaining 22 games. Watch this, Hammer. Let's see what kind of impact our boy has here. So the next game up, New Orleans, which they just lost to. They just lost to this past Saturday. And I'm assuming Anthony Davis might play that one, so it'll be even better. Followed by Milwaukee. They'll lose that one. And then they have Phoenix. Probably win that one. At Phoenix, though. I'm going to give them that one. Okay. Then they're home against the Clippers. Don't, that's a coin toss. Because the Clippers are trying to get into the lottery. That's a coin toss game. <laughs> Followed by Denver. They'll lose that one. Followed by Boston. They'll lose that one. They should win this one at Chicago. Okay. I mean, still on the road. They're they not just great got on the beat road. by Memphis last yeah. night, right? And then it goes at Toronto. They'll get killed in that one. At Detroit. That's a playoff team. They lose that one. At New York. Uh, anybody beat... Hey, St. John's could beat the Knicks right now. But it is the four, the fourth game of a five-game I'm road gonna trip. I'm going to give them that one. Okay. <laughs> Followed by at Milwaukee. They'll get killed by that one. So what are we at right now? We've given them three wins? Yeah. So it would still put them at only 32 wins right now. Okay, and there's some coin toss games in there. And that's about half of the schedule right there. You want me to keep going? Please. All right. Uh, Brooklyn after the at-Milwaukee game. I think Brooklyn's better. Sacramento. The Kings are right now a playoff team. Washington. Probably, I guess, maybe a coin toss. At home, I would think they could probably get that one. Um, At Utah. No way. They'll get killed in that one. Charlotte at home? Probably. So that gives them five. Right. At New Orleans? With Anthony Davis? Coin toss. 
At Oklahoma City? Never. Golden State? Never. At the Clippers? I think the Clippers are a better team. Uh, and by then, they'll probably be even more checked out than what they are now. And then they They're cl- already checked out. They close it up with Utah and Portland. <laughs> they get beaten both those games. So You're the- talking about the same record with LeBron James this year as you had last year? Think, Holy cow, what impact is that? I think we actually gave him only six wins. Now look, okay, I get the injury stuff, and I I understand that, okay? Really. But, hey, this guy's so checked out. And by the way, some of the coin toss games that we gave him, I want to see how they respond because if they play like they did last night, did you watch LeBron James play no defense and look like James Harden last night? I mean, that guy looked like James Harden last night. Just He, he was terrible. That may have been one of the worst games I've ever seen LeBron as a leader, supposed leader, of a team. And do me a favor. Let's let's hear that ridiculous sound bite. And you know what? Here's something else to think about before you play it. Instead of doing this, instead of pushing yourself away from your teammates, you should be pulling your teammates to you and not trying to outrun how bad they are. That's what good leaders do. You take the fall for your guys. You don't push yourself away from your guys to separate yourself. So, And by the way, else, you don't turn around in a loss and start posting stuff about yourself when you get beat like that on your greatness. Dude, no one has ever disputed how good of a basketball player you are. You know what's in, you know what's in doubt right now? This losing has clearly exposed who you are as a leader of a team. LeBron James last night, again, after this Memphis loss. Um, at this point, if you uh, are still allowing distractions to affect you, how the way you play, then this is this is the wrong franchise to be a part of, and you should just come and be like, listen, I don't, I can't do this. Like, seriously, if you're distracted by playoff pushes and then and all the stuff that's been talked about this year, and that you, uh, you know, just, just come and do your job. We do our job at a high level, and you know that's not that's not that's not a distraction. That's like that's what you want. That's what you want every game. You want to feel like you're fighting for something. That's what. Uh. Could you do me a favor? Could you add that to the collage? Let me hear my collage. I want to hear my collage of uh, LeBronisms. You know, like there's like yoga hammer. There's yogiisms. Here's my LeBronisms since he's been a Laker. Actually, too, also. This is some this is some uh, Cleveland stuff, isn't it? Also from uh, the finals, right? Yes. Okay, let's hear this. I think I only got tired once tonight. So I mean, um, they doubled me a few times when I caught the ball in the post. Something they do, didn't do in game one, you know. So I got off the ball, trusting my teammates. But as far as working harder, I, I got tired once. LeBron, you've been preaching patience uh, this whole year. At what point does that patience run out? And, and listen what to do this. you look like as a leader when your patience does run out? Um, you probably don't want to be around when my patients run out. I'm serious. Me being criticized? No. You said I got criticized for something, right? No, I don't believe that. Not me. I don't care at all. Last few years, you know, everybody's so accustomed to the, the losses that I'm just not accustomed to. I'm not accustomed to it. I would never get comfortable with losing. So, you know, losing game one to Houston. It feels the same way as losing game 59 in New Orleans for me. That's just how I'm built. That's who I am. Um, at this point, if you uh, are still allowing distractions to affect you, how the way you play, then this is, this crazy. is the wrong franchise. This is crazy. You should just come and be like, listen, I don't know. This is I crazy. This. Like, seriously. Seriously. And by the way, let me do this to you, too. Let me throw this LeBron experiment in Los Angeles, how it's been. How come I feel like this? The buildup and the excitement for him playing in Los Angeles – I'll tell you this, so far... Now, look, I will do this. The injury has played a factor in momentum for LeBron being a Laker. But how come I do this? Eh. Has it been... Isn't it very spotty right now? That it's like moments, right? It's not this gigantic anticipation of him playing as a Laker. You think this thing's been good? And by the way, you think it gets better? Where does it get better? 
This guy's getting older in front of our eyes. He got injured. So in two years from now, when the Lakers are what? Halfway decent? They're going to be a playoff championship contending team? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And now they're talking about Kyrie and and KD playing in New York. Yeah, that ought to play out well. Remember something. You could you could team all the guys up because you gotta remember who the owner is. James Dolan will not allow you to be successful. He will not allow you. That's not what that guy is. He's a meddler. That's why the Knicks have sucked since he's owned it. So Magic Johnson, too. Where, where, where's the leadership from the Lakers up upstairs? You're allowing this guy again to do the same stuff that he did in Cleveland. But the only difference is this time, it's the Western Conference. And you actually have better teams out there that are better than LeBron. By the way, what was the record of the Kings a year ago? Can you do that for me, too, Jeff? Look that baby up and see what the record for the Kings were. Were they 30 games under 500? They couldn't have been. It had to be 30% or something like that. They were a horrible team a year ago. And now they're a couple games over 500. What was their record? 27 and 55. 27 and 55 was their record. Okay, and where are they right now in the standings in the Western Conference? 31 and 29. So they've improved already from a year ago yep. as a basketball team. They're a better team than the than the Lakers are right now. Is that fair to say? Yeah. And they're sitting right outside the playoffs okay. as of today. They're a better team with not having a player of that level as LeBron. And people were talking about this thing being a four-seed team. They were. Now, would it have been different if LeBron doesn't get hurt? That will be a question. But to me, that wasn't the real issue. The real issue was the AD stuff being so public. And Magic Johnson allowing that to get out in the open. And the and the Pelicans feeling like they were jaded, allowing more of it to get out in the open. Just saying here, man. I mean, has this thing really been a great experiment? It's not been so far. And is it going to get better? Oh, because it's magic, we just assume it's going to get better? Okay. Well, I want to see this get better. He has checked out of this team. He is not engaged. Because they were getting ready to dump this basketball team. Magic put this team up for sale. And every single player in that locker room knows that. They're not part of the future. I said this yesterday, too, about Luke Walton. If you're Luke Walton, your best bet is get the hell out of there if you really want to be an NBA coach. Because they're going to blame you for everything at the end of the year when this team doesn't make the postseason. And even if they do, what, they're the eighth seed and they get run out of the building by either Utah or Denver or Golden State? Come on, man. And look at, and you know what, too? I'll tell you this, too. I said this to you before we went on the air, Jeff. You know what I love the most about your boy Russell Westbrook? This guy's uh, shooting percentage is down, but the wins are up. You know why? He's turned that guy, Paul George, into an MVP candidate. And that basketball team actually looks like a dangerous team. They're not going to beat the Golden State Warriors, but they are better than they were a year ago because of Westbrook engaging with Paul George. Paul George is a massive loss for Magic Johnson who doesn't get enough heat for that. So this thing gets better, right? I don't think so. This LeBron story is just great. It, 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 it is because he's, hey, I said this last night on my Boston show too. Dude, when somebody starts asking you questions and you're not in a good place, this is the magic of Bill Belichick. On to Cincinnati. Yeah, but what about the way the team's playing? On to Cincinnati. Do not give these fools ammo so that they can bring back those kind of sound bites that we just played on LeBron James. You don't need it, man. LeBron's already, hey, look, as much as I like to ride the guy, I'm not riding the guy because the guy's not one of the greatest players of all time. And by the way, his Instagram post, yo, man, I'm one of the top 10 players, in the, which is kind of incredible, actually. Points and assist. I mean, honestly, I'm the, hey, Dude, I'll give, his, I'll give him his justice, man. 
He's going to start being like Tom Brady. Every time he steps on the floor, there's going to be some all-time number that's going to be broken because of the fact that he came into the sport as young as he did and also as great as he is. But you could be a great teammate, and he's not. LeBron likes things that... By the way, I think LeBron... I don't know, was it Brad Turner that said this from the LA Times? Jeff, was he the one that said, he's a good teammate when he has his team? But he's not a very good teammate when he doesn't have his team or his coach, whatever that means. That'll be seven coaches in ten years that LeBron will have had blown out if Luke Walton gets fired this summer. I mean, it shows you, I think the guy has a tough time taking direction. 833-288-0973. All right, let's get over to Andy Green here. I got a lot of great expectations this year for Andy Green. I think the expectations have clearly been raised because of the signing of Manny Machado. I think that's a no-brainer. That's not some hot take either, you know what I mean? Hey, you signed a guy for $300 million. Hot take time. Hey, write that down for Adam. Okay, over there, Jeff, make sure that's a hot take. You got 10 years, $300 million, okay? Here's the biggest problem that you usually get when you have a player going to a new place. How about this? We could throw this out to anybody that goes to a new job or starts a new career or whatever. What is the number one thing that your boss or somebody in that organization tries to do to you? You know what they try to do? They try to change you. Or they try to do things and add an expectation to you that maybe that doesn't fit who your personality is. I'll give you another great example of that. You think Will Myers, when Will Myers signed here initially, was the guy that was going to take the Padre banner and start waving it around Petco Park and start to be a leader? You think he was that guy? He obviously has shown us that he's not that guy, and nor does he covet that role. So to me, if I'm Andy Green, i gotta get, I got to feel out I think I could say that on the radio. Manny Machado, you you got to feel who he is. I just asked Jim a question. Is he a guy that's a petty guy? Hey, you got to run that out. That's going to come within the clubhouse from guys like Eric Cosmer and guys that are going to be veterans like Ian Kinsler that are going to see that stuff, and he's got to act like a leader. Hopefully that comes from the policing of the players that are in your dugout. I would pray this. I'll tell you, like I said, I've experienced this. You go to a place where you were before, and they set these different expectations for you. And in the process, they try to change your personality. And some guys can't do that. I would hope Andy Green allows Manny. Here, I'm going to use a Manny Ramirez line. Let Manny be Manny. And you're going to get the best out of that player. This is going to be a challenge for Andy Green. Andy Green has never managed a guy of this caliber in his life. Now, I would say this, being in the Arizona Diamondback organization and having Paul Goldschmidt around him, I'm sure that's going to help because Paul Goldschmidt is an A-plus player. He's one of those top-shelf guys. So he's been around guys like that, and he's been around guys like Tony LaRussa and Dave Stewart who are around superior guys. I would say this to you. Andy Green is going to grow also Or he's not going to grow, and we're going to find out a little bit more about him. Because, again, look what we're watching now with the Lakers here with Luke Walton. I don't think Luke Walton is being exposed at all for anything when it comes to him being a bad coach with the Lakers. I think it's exposing LeBron and LeBron not engaging with his team. How will Andy Green handle this relationship and this dynamic? I've been saying this for the last couple, couple weeks here. Every coach... And every great player, there's always like a a yin and a yang here with this. You need one another to succeed. Every superstar guy that has had any kind of success, a Phil Jackson and a Michael Jordan, go down the list, Belichick and Brady, you've always had the yin and the yang guy. And to me, that's what Andy Green has to become. Andy Green has to grow also as a manager because now you've got a player that you've never dealt with the personality that you're going to be managing in your dugout. How is that dynamic going to work? Every guy that I brought on last week, whether it was Kurt Schilling or whether it was Carlos Pena, 
know that that's going to be a different dynamic for him to have to deal. And I'm not suggesting to you that he can't. I think Andy Green, uh, having talked to Dave Stewart, I think without a doubt, I think this guy's got a lot of talent. He just hasn't had a lot of mature talent around him. Guess where I'm coming from? 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. When you sign people for that kind of money, you know expectations are exceptionally high when it comes to what you're going to look like at the end of the season as both the manager and the star player. This is going to be really cool to watch. It's either going to grow into something special well, you got to make a change. You've got to find out, is this the guy that's going to lead you to a World Series? A.J. Preller, in my opinion, I think A.J. Preller's done a hell of a job. And I think A.J. Preller's turning into a rock star GM. I really do. Can't wait for more Bryce Harper news. We got it for you here. Yes, sir. We have Padre tickets also to give away. That'll be at 6.50. With 6 degrees of Cilio, Jason Cole will be with us. What's going to happen to Bob Kraft? We'll do that at 6.20. Jeff, you're back in. You're back in it, dude. Thursday. I'm sticking with it. All right, listen here. We have some new updated Bryce Harper news. So the Padres have reportedly checked back in. What's that exactly mean, Kevin AC? You know, I I thought the other day I heard some that Kevin wrote that oh the Padres are not, but now they're checking back in. What what was what was the phrase? Not allegedly either. Well, maybe. Yeah, John Heyman's saying that the John Heyman. The word is the Padres checked back in on Bryce following the news of L.A.'s surprise emergence. Because it's three years. He also said that the Phillies offered Bryce over $300 million, but word is other teams have offered over $300 million as well. Of course. Thank you very much, Scott Boris. So the Phillies might have the high bid, but he has multiple $300 million. I think the only way the Phillies get him is if they offer him like four. Well... Three fifty, if, if, like that. If the Phillies are offering like three seventy five, and oh, everyone man. else is like three ten, hey, come on, man. But what, if, what are we doing there? If it's like the Phillies offer three thirty, and then say the Padres offered like three twenty, I mean, eh, you take a little bit greener pasture for a comfort zone, Philadelphia versus San Diego. By the way, do we all agree, Manny Machado? Listen here, he gets thirty million dollars a year, and he's playing in San Diego. If Bryce Harper signs, he's playing in Philly for 30. I don't know. Who got the better end of that? And who's got a better future? Well, Philly's got a good future, too. I believe they're going to be a good team in the National League East. I really do. Like, Bryce is the ultimate family man. Now, do I think they're going to the Padres to sign Harper? Absolutely not. But if I, like, what's your what's the biggest thing in life family right yeah it, 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 you know what it goes like this Jim for athletes that are looking for places to play your family I want my wife to be enjoying where she where she's living I want to have good schools which California does and which San Diego does um I want to I want to show up to a really cool ballpark and play I want to have a great fan base and most importantly man I want to feel peace of mind wherever I am. I'll give you a point here. Greg Maddox was offered more money to go and pitch in New York with the Yankees. He wanted to leave Chicago, and you know where he went? He went to Atlanta because it was a way of life for him. Some guys do that. And They'll Vegas take less right dough. the road. All his homies could get on one of them Southwest Airlines, get over here, and watch him almost every single week play. At Petco. Two-hour flight. And you're talking a gigantic Mormon base here in San Diego. It's his wife's favorite place. You think he's holding out for hope? Jeff, I got to look at you because uh, you're, you, you've been... Okay, so Thursday we'll know more news. Yes. Come on, dude. He ain't signing here. I got to agree with Jim in this one. Come on. This is just... Thursday. But, but for John Heyman to throw the Padres' name out again... I mean, dude, I find it hard to believe that the Padres are even... 
I have to think this is a shorter term deal, like a five year deal. But like Jim said, dude, you got three hundred forty million dollars hanging out at me, and look, I know that that deal's out there, and I'm still shopping myself around to the Dodgers, potentially the Giants, and some other ball clubs. To me, I mean, am I am I really? Do I have my heart set on playing in Philadelphia? I don't think so. Philly's not a bad choice either. Like the way that ballpark's set up, he could hit forty home runs a year. He'd be a sure time, sure a Hall of Famer if he does that for the next ten years. And he's in the National League East, where you're going to get a lot of exposure when you're in the East and anything. The NFC East and football, the National League East, the American League East. Those are the Tiffany like divisions in all of sports, right? I mean, it's where all the big markets are. There's where your top media markets are. So you're going to get, in my opinion, where he is in D.C., you're getting very little exposure there. Again, I mean, Baltimore, D.C. area, come on, man. When you're in Philadelphia and you're playing for the Phillies, you're going to be exposed. And the second, But the second he dips below 250? You put that year up with that 248 average, they're going to question you because, look, even though you hit 30 bombs and 100 RBIs, 34 home runs and 100 RBIs, they're still going to look at that and go, you're going to get your ass kicked in Philadelphia if you're making $30 million putting those numbers up. You are. Because like Jim said, they're going to expect 286, 41 home runs, and at least 110 RBIs each and every single year and a gold glove outfield. You are going to be expected that in Philly. In D.C., I don't know. Has baseball really captured the fan base there? I mean, do they have a guy? They, they may. I don't know. It's a good. And, Jim, I'll tell you this. I'll say it again. Any team Bryce Harper goes to, it's going to be a lesser talented team than the one he was on in Washington. Maybe the Dodgers would be better. Maybe. And I don't believe so. I think they upgraded the Nationals, actually. Either Bryce just really does not want to go to Philly. He wants to come out west and play. Or Scott Boris is doing a magic trick and throwing all these teams' name out there. He's got to create leverage. Just so the Phillies can up that offer for more money. He's got to create leverage. He's got to create leverage. And Bryce doesn't really have a mountain of leverage right now with teams that are winning. I do think both could be true, though. Wow. The San Diego truth? No, I think that... You think it's true, though, right, I I think he doesn't want to go to Philly, but Boris is also putting all this stuff out there to get Philly to up the offer to make Bryce be like, you know what, they're offering me $380 million. Let's do it. $380 million. Hang on. Let Let me wrap my head around that as a very jealous... Ex old. What do you think he gets? Scrub though? NFL guy. You think he gets three thirty? Like I think he gets three fifty over under three thirty. I think he get um over. I think he gets three fifty. Okay. I think he gets ten years, three hundred fifty million dollars from the Padres. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. I'll tell you what though. If I'm Bryce Harper and I get a chance to play with Manny Machado and I see what they're going to do, and by the way, if they go out and they sign Keuchel to a three year contract. I would do this if I was if I was Bryce Harper. I may I may give my favorite area a hometown discount instead of taking the three thirty. I might take three twenty just so I'm a little tick above Manny Machado. Ten years, three twenty. I might do that out here. Has Has Scott Boris ever been known to give hometown discounts? No, no, that was a kind of a stupid comment yeah. there. I'll, 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 hey, I'll, I'll walk that one back. There's no such thing as he just. This is the guy that gets pissed off for the uh, for the extra year of arbitration every time they a club pulls that on like Chris Bryant. He ends up going sideways on it, right? Back in the conversation, this Padre franchise has got an injection of wanting to win. They really have, man. This is the ultimate steroid shot I've ever seen. They, this club has taken a steroid shot, and it is. It is growing where people are now wanting. How about this? If you're a potential free agent next year and the years after, don't you want to do this now? I want to play there. It's the greatest city on the planet. They got the greatest ballpark on the planet. Don't you do this? Hey, man, look what they're doing out there. Here's my biggest fear, though, guys. You ready? Please tell me they'll have patience with it, though. And they won't start salary dumping I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, you you don't – I don't believe that. I don't think you make this kind of – Wait, who? The Padres. I don't think you make this kind of 
massive public display just to sit there by the time the All-Star break comes up and you start salary dumping. They're I heard pay- somebody say that. They're only at $110 million. Uh, True. That's, that's, I mean. They're still, they're still $30 million under the average of baseball. It'll be more after Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to go. Hey, watch this. I'm going to go on that side of the room over there with Jim. Dude, seriously. You think they're going to spend $600 million on two guys like the Yankees spend money on a guy? The Yankees just, spe- the Yankees just gave a guy, t- uh, Yates, uh, $10 million, and he's a two forty eight hitter. Albeit, he hit 27 home runs. I get it. Okay. He's not signing with Philly for a reason. Supposedly, he's interested in coming to San Diego, and like they, won't go, said, but they though, won't go away. Hang on. There's a reason they're hanging you around. You think he's going to give people discounts because the weather's no, great No, I'm not out expecting here? the discount. I'm just saying the Padres will eventually decide. I'm you trying to be the up. other guy over here this time. You I'm fig- trying to actually be like Jim. You sign him and figure it out later. Oh, no. Oh, what? You what? signed a guy for $340 million, and you say, I'll figure it yeah, out later. That's not how that works. We broke it down last week. You got essentially oh, a year to right. get rid of Will Myers. This is the Will Myers factor, isn't it? You sign him, you figure it out throughout the season. You got to move Myers. You got to move Myers. You got to move Myers. But, there, I mean, there's ways to make it work. And the team won't go away. They're not just lingering around, and they don't keep coming up for no reason. There's you a know, reason. Why do the Padre name keep coming? Why does the Padre name keep getting brought back into this. Mm-hmm. And, and here's something. When is the last time the Padres have been mentioned like in such massive deals? Okay. And by the way, you would think after one deal was signed, right, that that goes away. They're, they're, all of a sudden, here they are again. And John Heyman, who I respect a lot, okay, is a baseball guy that's plugged in. Unlike the arts and entertainment reporter we have for the Padres and Kevin Acey, this guy's actually plugged in to, like, you know, what's going on in baseball. Because he hear and he, he talks to Scott Boris. All right, I didn't get to my Bob Kraft thing. Jeez, can I say that on the radio? I didn't get to my Bob Kraft thing? Hmm. Let's get to my friend Jason Cole on this. What happens? What do you, how about this? Let's do this real quick. What do you think happens to Bob Kraft? Here's, watch this. Me? Nothing. Nothing. Fine. To, uh, uh, dra- whatever you do, it's not going to... There's there's no penalty, really. You're not taking the team away from the guy. What happens, what happens to him? What do you think happens to him? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what. What's the proper penalty for something like this? Slap on the wrist. Hammer, 79 bucks. He took the $79 deal, not the $59 deal. The king has arrived in Hollywood. James for three. He's got it. The king with his first triple as a Laker. Move over, LeVar Ball. It's LeBron James's city now. Me and LeBron will get along. He come off the court. I'm going to say, hey, LeBron, what's going on, man? It's time for LeBron Watch on the Dan Cilio Show. Really? LeBron Watch? How about this? I don't know. Really? How's it been so far? 635 here on the fan. How's this thing been so far? If it was a miniseries or it was a reality TV show, which it is, CNBA's reality TV show, would you have canceled this thing? Or is it too compelling now? It's actually pretty compelling, right? To watch LeBron James pointing fingers like he did after this Memphis loss last night. Am I right when I say that? I mean... He's pointing fingers, 110-105, and he's pointing fingers. And what did you say last night? You were saying that, I didn't know James Harden, Jeff, played on the Lakers because watching him play, well, not play defense last night, was pretty remarkable. Let's get to these uh, so-called plays. LeBron James last night in the Laker loss, 110-105. Number four. James with Bradley. Here's a pick by Muscala. Seven on the clock. LeBron. Organizing. Stepping back. Over. Number three. You won't want to give up a three in this situation. You don't mind anything going to the basket. That'll be a charge. Offensive foul. Number two. James for three. Air ball. Out of bounds. Grizzlies ball. Number one. These are great highlights, Jeff. Steps into the three. Can't hit it. 
He missed every shot. How are these highlights? They are going to fall Dude, what's up? Below 500 and get swept. How are these highlights? Two game trip. Oh, you wanted highlights? Yeah, how are these highlights? He's throwing air balls up. He's dunk, clicking it against the backboard. These are the only plays it's I like can find. It's like me trying to play horse. What are you doing here? That was last night's game. I mean, I thought we were hearing highlights of the king. Well, that was all we had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you see the same game I saw? I, yeah, I did, actually. And it was really fun to watch. How he's just standing there. What's that center court? He goes, hey, you guys go play D. I'll sit over here and cherry pick. And by the way, what was that post he posted on his Instagram? Watch this. Here, I'll paraphrase it for you as only I can. I want to thank myself for me being me. Hey, this sounds pretty common. I've done this. Hey, I want to thank me for being me. I'm one of the uh, few men in NBA history that is uh, in the top 10 in assist and in scoring. Yeah, but LeBron, your team lost. Yeah. That's not my team. That's Magic's team. <laughs> my team ain't here yet. I don't care about those guys. Yeah, yeah. Screw them. It's all about me. Can you? Hey, I'm hum. Hey, when he goes like this, too. Am I right? When I, I'm humbled to be like in the top ten in this and, and sc- I'm humbled. Yeah, me too. I'm humbled. Holy cow! It's this guy, man. Do we agree? How about this? I hate the word legacy here because it's not complete yet. I didn't think really that LeBron's image would be injured playing with the Lakers. But is it taking a hit? Or yet, or am, am, am I too soon on this stuff here? Do we still have to wait and see how this plays out in Los Angeles? I don't want to get, I don't want to get, how about this? I don't want to sound like, you know, the easy pile-on right now, because the easy pile-on is to do what Skip Bayless is doing right now. I'm looking at right now Undisputed, and right, you know this. That Skip Bayless is punching bag, like Colin Coward has uh, Russell Westbrook and Aaron Rodgers, right? Those are those guys' punching bags. So I don't want to turn like Kyrie Irving or any of these other guys. In the, I don't like that. But is it too – how about this? Because he's going to go crazy, Bayless, on this. Okay? Because he's always said this about him, and he's actually looking like he's right. Okay? But do can LeBron, do you look at him any different now? Or do we have to still wait to see how this thing is played out? Because, again, this is not his team. We know that. He doesn't – he's he's not engaged with this right now. He's completely not. Oh, did you see the uh, announcement, too? What was it, a, a couple days ago? Hey, Space Jam 2's coming out, and I'm in it. <laughs> no, not me. LeBron's in it. He made sure that he had to get that out, that Space Jam 2's out. And that was a movie that he's uh, working on. This guy's a different dude now, isn't he? This guy's a different dude. Do you look at him differently? Or did you always look at him like this and you knew it, but now it's being accentuated because the losing is showing you his true character. You know, adversity shows your character and who you are. Not always winning. And not, and by the way, do we now look at that and say, look at how many years he played in the Eastern Conference and that sorry-ass conference, which has gotten better this year, by the way. Hey, and for the record, I don't think that Cavs team is better. would have been better than Toronto or Philadelphia. And that Boston team that took him to Game 7 a year ago, that was the end of that run. He was right to get out of Cleveland. He was right to get out of Cleveland. He was. That Cle- And, hey, do you think that Cleveland team, though, would have made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with LeBron on it this year? You don't think he would? You don't think so? I mean, it's hard to say because you don't know what trades would have happened and who all would have actually ended up on the team. But based on the way the East looks now, no. They had no room to move around, though. Yeah. They had no A year ago, they had no room to move around and bring a guy in. They had no room. I don't think they would have. No, I don't think they would have either. They would have been probably what? If you're talking, they would have probably been maybe a three seed in the East. If everything gets stayed there, you think he'd be, okay, look. That team, you think that team could beat that team of a year ago with LeBron? You think that team could have beat Milwaukee? This year's Milwaukee, no. No, this year's Milwaukee. No, yeah. All right. You think they would have beat Toronto? 
No. Okay, so now you're in the three-hole. It would have been a pretty good battle between Philadelphia and them, right? With Butler on that team now and what they've done. I would, getting a kid from I, the Clippers. I would take Philadelphia. And a close one, though. Yeah. Like seven Hell, I'd even throw Boston in that conversation. Yeah. Still, even though Boston in the five-hole. And Kyrie still trying to figure it out. Man. You think he regrets being a Laker? He doesn't. Really. You think he doesn't regret going to some place that would have given him a better chance of winning, like Houston or someplace like that, which he never would have went to because then he got two dogs in that room there that have to have the ball in their hand, so that ain't working. There's really no place he could have gone except for Golden State. He doesn't regret it because, to your point, you said it all along. He's still in L.A. Yeah, he went to Los Angeles. Remember, he didn't sign with the, Cl- he didn't sign with the Lakers. He signed in Los Angeles. So LeBron James, everything we said from the day one, he didn't sign to come out here to win a championship. He signed to come out here and fulfill the legacy of finishing off. And you know what his number one? Do you think what his number one goal is right now to be the all-time leading scorer or win an NBA championship? Especially after that post last night. Right now it's a passenger bar, isn't it? Because that, that's, that'll be something Jordan's never done. Be the all-time NBA's leading scorer in points in history. That's his number one NAS. That's his number one thing right now. He's to be the all-time leading scorer. Then he calls it a career, and he goes into Hollywood and does all that other stuff. We agree. Wow. He can't change the narrative. I don't think in who and how we look at him as one of the top five players. I'll ask the question one last time here on this. You think LeBron James wins an NBA championship in the next five years in Los Angeles? Luke Walton won't be the coach at the uh, in the summertime. After the summer, he won't be the coach. What free agent will want to go there and play in that thing right now, the way it looks? What free agent? What makes you think that a LeBron James at 37 years old is going to be better than a LeBron James right now at 34? The only – watch this, Jim. I'll, I'll, give, I'll go on this side and, and I'll play the other ping pong side of it. Today's athlete's a little bit different because I'm watching Brady do things that are remarkable at 42. But what the thing that I've seen this year, and maybe it's the injury that he got on Christmas Day, but he's been very spotty this year. There's been spotty moments where he's looked great. This has not been where LeBron James is like stepped on the gas pedal the whole year. Now, I'm going to take the injury here, and I'm going to do this. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt of the injury. But hasn't it been this? Haven't you done it this year when you've done this about LeBron and you talked about him? I don't know. I thought there was going to be more to this. I really did. Now, to to people's point, they were in the four seed before his injury. But that was early on in the season, right, Jeff? I mean, what was How many games was that in? Like 25 games or so like that? Wasn't it like that? There were like 20 or 30 games in. Were they in the four hole? And then when they decided to go out and make everything public on the Anthony Davis deal, dude, the thing went comp- Who's at fault here for where they are right now? Magic or LeBron? 833-288-0973. Who's at fault here, you think? Is it both of these guys? How do you think Magic Johnson has done being the executive of the team so far? <laughs> oh, man, hey. They're making it interesting. You think Magic's done a good job? Nah. I mean, he got LeBron. Strong take. Strong take. He got LeBron, but what has he done since? (laughs) (laughs) That's the take of the year. That's a hot take right there. Get rich and cut that one up. Sign him up for the first take. (laughs) Yeah. Get rich and cut that up. That's a strong take. Put Jeff on the show. Nah. That's what he's done. He's done. Nah. I hear Wilbon's calling you, man, to fill in over there instead of having, like, yeah, hey, instead of having Levitard, I hear you're the next fill-in host. Strong take. I mean, but seriously, I mean, that's how I feel. I mean, he's just, nah. Like, I mean, he hasn't really done much. He signed, he got LeBron, and what? If I'm the Golden State Warriors, I'm laughing at this. Remember the stories at the beginning of the year with Draymond and KD? Those things are gone, man, right? I don't even, hey, did that happen this year? Did that happen this year, those guys getting into like the conversation? Really? I don't even remember it now. Wake me up in June when they're hoisting another trophy. Oh, my God. 
This is really good. Jim, you like reality TV. You got to be loving this. Got to be loving this stuff. Hey, I, I, you know, you wanted him. You wanted a movie, LeBron. You got one. This is a good document. You know what I would do? This is a really good documentary. I got it for you. You ready for it, Hammer? Watch. The trials and tribulations of LeBron going to Los Angeles. What a sorry-ass team that he hates. He hates everybody on it. Kuzma and Ball and Walton. Hey, look, look, look at where it's gone. I hate the coach. I hate the team I'm on. Tell me that's not what we've seen this year. I hate the coach. I hate the team I'm on. Oh, hey, Skip Bayless is just roasting right now LeBron James. He is roasting him. Rightfully so, too, man. Hey, as a team leader, you're supposed to bring your guys to you, not pull yourself away from them. That's what people do that lead. When things go sideways, you're supposed to jump into the pit with your guys, not go it's their fault like you did in Cleveland. That's the issue he has right now. The issue he has right now is that LeBron doesn't like who he's playing with. Doesn't like the guys in the organization. So you know what he does? It's their fault. Just like it was uh, Kyrie Irving's fault that they didn't win an NBA championship and they could not take out the Golden State Warriors. That's exactly what this comes down to. If LeBron doesn't have his own bat and ball, he picks it up and he goes playing somewhere else. Simple as that. That's who that guy is, and that's who he's always been. Good night, man. I can't get enough of it. I won't lie. I think it's great. I really do. I think it's phenomenal how this thing is shaking out. It's a great story to watch. All right. Jeffrey, let's give some Padre tickets away. We all know those guys who name drop. As I bring in the two-time heavyweight champion of the world, George Foreman. You know, those really annoying guys. That is my friend Wayne Gretzky. That's our big sills. Thank I you, know I am Q. annoying. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Thank you, you. man. That's my boy Q. We put the name dropping to a challenge in Six Degrees of Cilio on 97.3 The Fan. We have Padre tickets to give away as we do each and every single Monday through Friday here at 650. Four six degrees of Cilio. Pair of tickets for the Padres versus the Reds on April 18th. Padres single game tickets are on sale now. Get your tickets for your favorite matchups. Grab a ticket for the most anticipated all-fan giveaways as well. You can go to Padres.com to see both items. The great giveaways and also single game tickets and ticket packages we have a pair of tickets for Padres and Reds, April 18th. This could be yours. Now, Six Degrees of Cilio is this. Your favorite sports celebrity. I got 20 seconds, six steps to connect myself to your favorite sports celebrity. However, even if I win, best caller is going to get these tickets. So you could still win these tickets even if you don't stump me. April 18th. Your first chance potentially to go out and see Manny Machado for free. And that Padre team. Right here on the home of the Padres, 97.3 The Fan. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Before we get to the calls here. By the way, pair of tickets to give away for Padres to our favorite Padre fans. All right. How many games are you going to see this year, Jeff? As many as I possibly can. Wow. What was the number last year? I saw about eight games last year. In person. I'm trying to think. I went early in the season. I think somewhere around five or six. You got to think. I got a kid, so it makes it harder to get out there. But I think about five or six. I don't want to hear your excuses. How many games are you going to? Really? I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. You have a life and all that. So? I don't want to. Hey, screw that stuff. What are you nuts, man? I don't want to hear that 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 stuff there, man. About five or six. About five or six. Yeah, Jim, you're always at the ballpark, right? I saw well, how many games in a season? Anyone at home? I saw like <laughs> sixty. Wow! Jim oh, that's wins. an all-time record, dog. Jim wins. Oh yeah, well, I, I, I have never. Like I've never been to that many them. ball games. I think the most I ever went to. I think I went to like twenty-five Yankee games. Oh yeah, the last time. two years I've been to over hundred games. Wow, that is impressive. 
I know you work. I know you were working around the club, but that's impressive, dude. That really is. How about this? How was that series against the Twins? How you doing? Twelve thirty uh, midnight game. You're out there. All- <laughs> yeah, I wanted to stab my eye. Eight three All right, let's give these babies away here. I want someone to win these Padre tickets for April 18th. Again, don't forget, go to Padres.com. Hammer's got number one lineup for me. All right, let's go to Joe. Joe, good morning to you. Appreciate you coming hey, aboard Six Degrees. How you doing, brother? Oh, good. How you doing? How you doing? Okay, so before we had Air Jordan, we had Chuck Taylors. So give me Chuck Taylor. Chuck Taylor. I actually still own a pair of them. Hit it, my friend. I like the low cuts, too. You're going to love this connection, I believe. Okay? I believe you're going to love this one here. Chuck Taylor. (laughs) Oh, great. Okay. So, Chuck Taylor, if I'm not mistaken, is from Indiana. And he died, I think, in the 60s. However, he was friends with John Wooden, who is also an Indiana man that played his college basketball at Purdue. And the shoes that. They wore at UCLA, were Chuck Taylors, and I have been friends, or I was friends, with John Wooden. You know how he would answer his phone all the time, Hammer? Hello, John Wooden. It's incredible. And actually, John Wooden has sent my daughter, when he was alive, he used to do children's books. He knew Chuck Taylor, and we had talked about Chuck Taylor before in the past because those were really like the first shoes. So John Wooden knew Chuck Taylor, who died, I believe, in like the 66, 68 or something like that. Joe, you don't go anywhere. You hang in there. You may still win these. You may still win these. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he was like a salesman. He, you know, I mean, he was like, an, he played on these all-star games. That's why you see the all-star, like, logo on the Chuck Taylors. By the way, I do low cuts. I loved the low cuts. You want a pair of Chuck Taylors? We got a line open. Anybody want to take a shot at these Padre tickets? 833-288-0973. You don't wear Chuck Taylors? You never worn them. I don't. My daughter and my wife wear them all the time. I love those shoes. Those are my favorite shoes. Love. Um, No, you know what? I'm I'm Shelto. You know what a Shelto is, right? Shelto are those Adidas shoes. I love those shoes as well. One more shot here. 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973, or Joe gets these tickets to see Manny Machado. By the way, later on today, what time is that game? 12.05, I believe, is first Okay, pitch. and it's right here on the fan. Is that right? Yes, sir. Will Manny Machado be in the lineup, yay or nay? You'll have to tune in later on today at noon to find out if Manny makes his first appearance, okay, in a Padre uniform on the diamond. In a game. In an exhibition game. I got to go there because he's already been in a uniform, right? And he's already been on spring practice, right? Okay. Real quick. Can we go to Joel real quick? All right, Joel. Go go ahead, Joel. Real quick. Uh, Fernando Torres. Fernando Torres. Hit it. This guy's a soccer dude. Joe, you win. You go ahead. You win. You win. I I, I can't. It's got well, the only guy I got is Landon Donovan. Only guy I have is Landon Donovan. Oh, okay. He knew him. <laughs> we'll have to. We'll decide. That's all yeah. I need to know about you. That is just wildly inappropriate. Thanks for the heads up, sweetie. On the Dan Cilio Show on 97.3. 
All right, this is all you need to know about me. I'm very nervous about being left alone for the next three days. <laughs> I really don't have anything else. I, just, I, I don't. I mean, I told Jim, I think I could be eating salt packs or sugar packs by Thursday or Friday. I told my wife to leave all the leftovers she possibly can for me. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't need to be cooked. Something well, that could be maybe microwaved. Uh, yeah, microwave is okay. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to hurt myself with the microwave. Sandwich stuff, good idea, maybe? Uh, sandwich stuff is good. Good. Don't use the oven. Okay. No, no, no oven. Do you like yogurt? Or the stove. Or the stove. No, no, stove. no, no, I burned my hand. No stove, no. No, 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 no. No candles. No candles. No candles, no my God. And, and I, I burn incense, so I can't do that. I wouldn't I even trust you with one down. of those battery-operated candles. <laughs> You'd probably find a way to... <laughs> I'm in a bad Just way. don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> Just sit Just in the sit same in the chair. Corner and yeah. Do nothing. Mm-hmm. No cigars. Go home, go to bed, wake up, come to the show. That's your day. You can do a cigar, just don't light it. No. <laughs> just don't light it. My wife took the don't cigar. eat for like four days. <laughs> Actually, that's a pretty good idea. Well, uh, don't worry. I'll be eating like cake mix and stuff like that by. Because, you know, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll be eating like. Uh, yeah, like cake mix. Do you like yogurt? Worst comes to worst, you got yogurt. cat food. Do I look like I like yogurt? Give me a break. <laughs> yogurt. You always got cat food. What? You always got cat food. We know uh, you like that. That's enough. Oh, yeah, you like cat food. You sound like me. Somebody asked me if I like skinny girl wines, and I'm like, do I look like I like skinny girl wines? Someone goes like this to me. Do you, hey, what about a Diet Coke? Do I look like I drink Diet Cokes? All right. Break. Well, sort of on that subject. Okay, if you assume that everybody likes Pringles, that's all I need to know about you. They I like, should. I like. I like, the, I like Pringles. Can I say this on the radio? I like the can. I mean, <laughs> I do. Yes, I, you can. I, I, I do. I like the way that it's that it's uh, that it's uh, housed. Okay, I like I like that. It's not just in a bag. It's in a uh, canister. That's can- awesome for those that like it. But don't assume that everybody likes them. Hammer and I had this conversation. He loves potato chips. Who doesn't love potato chips? But those like things Doritos. do not qualify. Mm. I Pringles like Fritos. Are delicious. I like Fritos. Fritos are good. Fritos, Fritos are great. Yeah. Fritos with chili. Fritos are great and like yeah, chili. Well, you don't. Uh, like, I drop you don't want to cook it. No, no, I'm not cooking nothing. <laughs> if you don't know how to boil water, <laughs> that's, that's all I need to know about, about you. Big <laughs> I put my hand in a boiling. I know you did. Boiling pot of water. My daughter was talking to me, and I just reached over, and I just crushed my hand. Why can't I be surprised? Like you just put a pot of water yeah, on the stove. Yeah, just put my hand in it. You turn it on, and yeah. you wait till it bubbles up. The guy yeah. gets hurt, and we're all laughing over here. Thanks. Oh. He eats cat food. I don't, by, by design, eat it. It was given but to how me. would you not know but if you open the box up and you smell it? And it it's not smell. once. Well, or, it's not once or twice. Like, like awesome. you literally eat it. Like, how many bites did you take? Three. Exactly. And you've done this multiple times. Yeah, three times. Okay. 833-288-0973. All I need to know about you. Rich, let's hear you, brother. Good morning, Dan. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. How you doing? Good, brother. If you drive to Mount Laguna in a Honda Civic with no tire chains, that is all I need to know about you. Very good. Good one. Very good one, my friend. Yes, sir. Very nice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think I got tire chains for my Hummer. You're done. I hope so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't need them, though. I get four-wheel drive on that thing. If you come in almost every week and tell us about putting your hand on your own stove. <laughs> Three times so, in like the last four months like, I've done how that. How is that possible? It seems like it's almost weekly now, but that's definitely all I need I've to know about you. Put my hand on my stove. I think when I was like three. <laughs> yeah, when I was you know like a kid. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I not, think things are starting to go on me here. You bit. do it continuously. That's no, no, more I, alarming than just the one time. So last night I was calling Jim Ursay, Bob Ursay, because that's the old man. <laughs> and like the PDA that, that bosses, they do, it's Jim Ursay who got pulled over with all them drugs. And I was like, oh. Yeah, things are starting to slip on me now. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. The cat food, cat, the stove. The cat food has gone on for quite, a, quite some time in my life. Hammer likes dog food. You like dog biscuits, right? Yeah. Dog biscuits aren't bad. Yeah, if we had this conversation, you guys would eat dog food. Um, I could survive. Dog food. I could survive on dog biscuits too. But dog biscuits are okay. It's good for the teeth too. That white. I've heard up. that. Yeah, and I will take your word for it. No, no, they're not bad. If if, if, if you're like in a position where you need to eat something, and you're hungry for a snack, good old dog biscuit ain't bad. Why don't you keep a food diary while your wife is gone? I'd love to to see this later. Have you read it on the air? What, what did you idea. actually like get that. by on? 
I like that. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Dance food diary. Let mm-hmm. me see. Well, I I had two pieces of cheese yesterday. Provolone. Ice. Uh, Specifies <laughs> like just so we all know provolone. My wife does this really cool thing. She buys these lobster tails. She puts them in sauce for me, and then I throw it over. Uh, this is my recipe, my grandma's, sure. actually. And we throw it over uh, pasta. It's really mm-hmm. good. Oh, but on. That sounds good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have it when she gets back. No, I saved. I got two I got two left in the refrigerator, so I'll be eating that on, what's today? Tuesday? Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Microwaved. Of course, microwaved. <laughs> Nothing lit, remember. <laughs> All right, that was pretty cool there, right? Don't forget to join me Monday through Friday, 5 to 9. But if you miss us, that's the best of the Dan Cilio Show. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.